this episode, we are talking about how the medical world and the holistic world really just don't seem to get along and how combining both conventional medicine and things like energy work can be incredibly beneficial. We talk about the pitfalls and perks of both of these systems, give a little background on them, and discuss our hopes for having a more integrative approach for these. This is Heather Wood and Jamie Hayhurst, and this is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. All right, Jamie, let's talk about how we live in a society where there are two very different systems for taking care of yourself and your health, shall we? Yeah, let's jump in. Okay, so the two different systems have many different names. Um, The first system is the conventional system, also known as the Western system or traditional system. Again, we referenced this before. I'm not sure that that makes any sense because it's not the first one. But um, And then the other one would be the alternative or holistic um, health system. Okay. So we live in a society where you're kind of pitted to choose one or the other, right? Right. And it's like there are people on one side shouting that you should be doing this one and there's people on the other and people in each in professions in each one are sort of bad mouthing the other. Right. I'm I'm sort of over that. Uh, Same. (laughs) It's just like a microcosm of all the problems of this society. Right. Like sides and and you have to choose one and one's right and one's wrong. Yeah, I, I am a cheerleader for having them both work together both have benefits both are helpful I think that you should have them work together and I think that the way that you combine them should be unique to you and your needs and what works for you and your family there is not one right way there Mm -hmm. is no wrong way it's just what works for you and you have full permission to adjust the way you're dealing with it at any point in time right exactly both have the same objective really right, is to help you be healthy. Yeah. Um, so let's let, let's look at these two different systems, shall we? <laughs> let's right. talk about yes. them. And ultimately, we'll, we'll talk about how to, to help them work together a bit more. But let's first kind of jump into each one. Does that sound all right? Yep. Okay. So let's talk about the conventional um, or Western medicine sort of approach to health first. Okay. So this system is based on the idea of treating symptoms, right? Okay. Um, Diagnosing issues. So saying like you have this issue, that's a very Western medicine thing, right? And we're going to treat the symptoms of it this way. Right. Um, For the most part, they use things that are foreign to your body to heal you. Yes, that's true. Things like drugs that are, you know, things made in a lab, basically, right. that were not, yes, yeah, synthetic, not of the earth, if you will, right. yep. um, to heal your body. Yep. Um, we can find like the father of Western medicine. Um, it's Hippocrates. If mm-hmm. Most of us have heard of like the Hippocratic Oath and all of that. Um, certainly, I'm not saying that there's only one point of view from Western medicine, but that's sort of where it originates, right? Right. He was a Greek philosopher and and physician. Um, And then you go to a doctor in Western or conventional medicine based on the physical area of the issue that you're having. Right. 
Okay. Right. So if you have an ankle injury, you go to a doctor that specializes in that part of the body. If you have digestive issues, you go to a doctor that spe specializes in that system of the body. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, and I will say too, that the focus in conventional and Western medicine is overly physical. Right. There is not, I was going to say there isn't any, but that isn't fair. There's not much focus on the mental and emotional and spiritual stuff going on when you have something out of whack in your body. No, right. No, not in conventional medicine. You, okay. No. All right. Does that feel like it covers it? Do you want to add anything to that? Okay. No, I just, I, the only other point is that conventional medicine, um, I feel like it now focuses on specialties. Like everything's very specific to very specific parts of the body. So you're only, it's like hyper-focused. Yes. Hyper-focused on that one area where I guess the majority of your symptoms are coming from. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, now let's talk a little bit about alternative or holistic health, which okay. again, it's so funny that that's its name because it was <laughs> the first one. <laughs> like new age, new age, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> not much older than this baby. Right, exactly. Um, so this one incorporates many different cultures, right? right? Um, it isn't just like, oh, it comes from here. It, it really comes again from everywhere. And it, most of the time when you're, you're seeking holistic or alternative health, you're, you're sort of combining many different cultural views on different things. Right. Um, symptoms are a part of holistic health, but they're treated very differently here than they are in conventional. So they're used more as a map to find an underlying or root cause, something else going on. Um, symptoms are more of like a stepping stone to get to that than the thing that we're going to focus on treating. Yeah, those are just guideposts to what really needs to be addressed. Exactly. Um, the idea here is to support your body to find its way back to a state of ease. Right. Not to do it for it, right. that makes sense. Yep. It looks for things that are of the earth or in nature, basically, to heal you. You know, mm -hmm. because again, we forget this, but we are of the earth. We are right. of the universe and nature. We are made of all the same things. Right. Um, so it looks for that. Like our our cells are almost identical to the cells of plants. Like they're very, very similar, almost hard to, to be able to tell the difference. So using more natural things like that to support your body is a very, a very holistic alternative sort of mindset way of, of looking at things. Right. And then in, in the alternative holistic world, you go to a practitioner based on the modality you're seeking rather than the, the area or the issue that you have. Yes. Okay. Right. So you could have one, you could have a problem, like say in your ankle and you could see five different practitioners of five different modalities and they could all help heal that ankle. Exactly. Exactly. So we're not going to a holistic ankle doctor, most likely. Right. Yeah. You're not. Going, right. Right. Yeah. Yes. You're going to someone who is, is well versed in whatever modality they're going to use to help that area of your body heal. Right. Hopefully well versed. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So those are my main sort of summaries there. So I thought maybe what we could do now, Jay, is kind of talk about both the pitfalls and the perks of both of these systems, because both of them have both. Yes, exactly. 
Okay. So let's talk a little bit first about the pitfalls of conventional Western medicine. All right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot here. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll disclose, and we're going to talk about this in a few minutes too, but I'll disclose that I, I have had a lot of really traumatic and difficult experiences in that area. And I, again, I, I think you should do it. I'm not against it. I think I, I'm a big champion of integrative health using both. But you're going to probably hear more pitfalls because of, um, I, I don't think it's a unique story to us, Jamie, but a lot of people have have been, you know, dealt some rough hands in that world. Yeah, I, yeah, you and I both have had a lot of like really terrible experiences with traditional medical doctors. Right. So we're trying, we're coming at this from an objective place because we really do mean what we said at the beginning. Um, but I also want to like full disclosure that. Right. And people who have struggled in this area. Right. I mean, but my, like, I love my primary care doctor. He's completely like traditional medicine. Yeah. Love him. You know what right. I mean? It, there's no, it, it's just, it's just a, um, it's an imbalance like there is with everything else is an imbalance in traditional medicine that it, yep. you have to really fight to advocate for yourself. Exactly. And I think that could be the first pitfall that we, we kind of say here in that traditional medicine looks at you as the same as everybody else. It's not right. a way of looking at somebody in a unique light, right? right? It's going like, these are the symptoms. And I have learned that if these are the symptoms, this is the problem. It isn't, you, I quite often anyways, don't feel like a, a person in the room. Like I, I, I'm just like something someone's solving. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And I think that if you're an intuitive person, you might display symptoms in a different way. Um, if you're a person of color, then um, the way your body and the way your skin works is was not taught in, in traditional medicine. So yeah, I think a lot of doctors treat just the physical symptoms, but they forget the person that's involved. Exactly. Um, another pitfall I would say here is um, just the huge focus on treating symptoms. I think it kind of creates this circle you get stuck in where, you know, maybe you have you have digestive issues. And so you start taking medication to deal with your digestive issues and the, the medication <laughs> to affect um, you know, maybe your blood pressure levels and, and suddenly you're in this circle of like having all these additional symptoms that you have to keep treating. Um, I, I would definitely say that's a big pitfall that you find in this, this area. I mean, don't get me started on symptoms, but, um, <laughs> I mean, that's the problem, right? Is that I think that doctors are very good at, at finding, you know, sort of figuring out what symptoms are, are caused by like, you know, like what the symptoms are, how to treat them, diagnosing, prescribing. I think they're very good at that. Um, yeah. I think that we miss a lot of that whole body experience when we're just treating symptoms. Yes. And, and that can also be in the category of a perk for it then I think too, in that, um, your symptoms should be treated. Like you Absolutely. shouldn't be walking around feeling terrible, you know, just cause it's a symptom of something else. But so, and I think that conventional medicine is excellent at that you know, offering you some relief from symptoms, but we have to sort of also dig a bit deeper on what's causing the symptoms to heal that. Right. And I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but like, 
that's where you can integrate the two is that I love going to a doctor or seeing a PA or a nurse practitioner at my practice because they can help me get out of the spin of like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And then they can say, this is what's wrong with you. And I might not follow their recommended treatment or I might follow it, you know, for the immediate future to like get like fast acting relief. Right. But then I use my experience with holistic treatments to then treat the root cause. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That that's a perfect explanation of integrative health of combining the two. And, and to your point, I think you just said another strength of conventional medicine, which is diagnosing. That's the diagnosis are huge. The reason I go to when I do, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, but, um, Yes. So diagnosing issues like finding and saying this is the issue going on, conventional right. medicine knocks that knocks that right out of the park. Definitely. To the same end, a bit of a pitfall there is sort of just that becomes like a full stop. Like right. you're diagnosed with something and you have it, it becomes your identity a bit and there's no pushing past it. Like not everywhere, but in a lot of instances, it sort of promotes that feeling of like just kind of identifying with like an illness or something. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, another pitfall I would say here is that, and maybe this is unfair, so please jump in, but doctors don't have any sort of expectation on them to be at all kind. <laughs> Yes. I I think that there are some like wonderful, lovely doctors out there, but I think that they're so overscheduled. I think that their days are so rigorous that sometimes that has to be the thing that's cut from their day. Yes. And, right. and yes. And, and that's why I said this might not be fair because maybe that's not what we need from them. Maybe that's not the expectation and and we shouldn't have that expectation. But what I will say is I don't care what your profession is. You do not have an excuse to be, to be mean or unkind or belittling to anybody. Agreed. I don't care what your degree is or how long you went to medical school or if you're the best of the best treating someone unkindly for any reason, you don't get a pass in my book. I agree. And I think I've been put into some pretty precarious positions by doctors who are very um, dismissive of me. Um, when I was in some really tight spots, um, really exacerbated the situation that I was in. Um, And I think that if I had had a doctor with a a better bedside manner in that position, someone that was empathizing with me or sympathizing with me, um, it could have been a much smoother road than what it ended up being. Um, But I think that that's, I think that might be sort of a part of the systemic problem of medicine is not maybe not necessarily with the doctors, but with the the system that they're taught that they have to diagnose and then treat. And then, and it it becomes so laser focused that you lose the human, the human part. I absolutely agree. I mean, and imagine if we got to the point where things were so integrated that in the room at the same time was like the conventional doctor and your, your holistic healer. Like you wouldn't need the doctor to do, I mean, still be kind. I mean, that's not that hard. You know, you don't have to be like super nice, but you don't have to be a jerk also, you know? Um, 
but then to have that other person in there as support so that the doctor does not have to play that role as well just makes sense to me. Right. I mean, the system doesn't work for a doctor, to, a medical doctor to come in and, and diagnose you and then spend the hours that it's going to take to get to the root of the problem and to get to the healing done. They don't have time for that. Like, that's the systemic problem. That's not the problem with the doctor. That's a problem with the system. But like you said, there's no way to fix that unless you have another healer involved. Yes. And that brings me to my last uh, pitfall here, which is the system is so effing broken. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's decayed. It's, it's, I mean, from insurance to yeah, the big pharma, there's racism involved there. Yep. I, I certainly feel like even like for women, there's stereotypes, like don't, I mean, that's a whole maybe real talk episode, but there, yep. the whole entire system that we have is so broken. I don't care what your right. belief is about, you know, holistic versus conventional. I think we can all agree that this don't work. Right. I mean, I've had, I've had doctors where like people have, like my husband said, Oh, like, is, is he nice? Are they nice? And I say, no, he's awful, but, but he knows his shit. Right. <laughs> like, but why, why should I have to put up with that? Like, and why should I have to brace myself before talking to a doctor? Right. To, why like, is it one or the other? Like yeah. be like, okay, th I know that they're not going to be nice, but like, I got to figure this out. So I'll just, you know, I'll just take what he says and run with it. Right. But like, it, it, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like that. Exactly. I, I, I agree. It really shouldn't be like that. Right. Um, and it, I, I'm not blaming the doctors either. I, some of them I might, but I'm not blaming them. They're trapped in a system that is not working. So right. I, I don't think that it's, it's them that's, you know, particularly the problem. No, I think it's medicine. I think it's yeah. conventional medicine. That's the problem. Agreed. All right. Let's talk about the pitfalls and perks of alternative holistic um, healing. Okay. I would say a big perk is that you're treating your whole being, not just the one physical area. You're also treating the emotional and the spiritual component in most cases here. So that's a big perk. Right. Um, the big pitfall I can think of here, and I, some people might not, not like me saying this, but I think we're all, you and I are certainly used to that in the world, um, <laughs> is that there really isn't a lot of regulation here in, in the alternative holistic world. So there's plenty of space for people who are not actively learning and keeping up with their, their uh, modality to sort of have to or not do a good job. Whereas conventional uh, medicine is very, um, I, I don't know what the right word, regulated, I guess. There's a, there's a lot of that, maybe too much. I don't know. But um and I'm, I don't think that the conventional medical world should be the ones regulating the alternative holistic worlds. Definitely not. That's not the same system. Um, but I do think we could have a, a bit more structure here. Agreed. I think that that's a big problem and that I think people naturally tend to use traditional medicine as a model for how you regulate energy healing. Um, and it doesn't work like that. It literally cannot operate like that. There's a big... There's a big push to fight um, a proposed law in Massachusetts now to regulate Reiki and how they practice and how and how what they can do, um, and it it's really like apples and oranges. You can't you can't measure or regulate energy in the patriarchal construct like that. It, it it's it's impossible. So it ends up being really unfair. I agree. So regulating in that way not the answer, but right. 
regulating in a way that makes more sense for the system, I do think is the answer. I don't think that needs to be an expensive process for anyone, you know, doing the work. I just think it could be a way that you are proving somehow that you are invested in continuing learning and keeping up practicing and that you understand maybe just some basic, um, some, some basic moral things that you'll be sure to do. Like we could use a bit more of that in this world, I'd say. Right. And I don't think that if you're going to, you know, you say get attuned to Reiki one or two, I don't think that if you're just using that in your daily life, you don't need to, to conform to that model or to get X amount of hours to do that. But I think if you're actually a practice, a practitioner of energy work, you're making money, you're serving a clientele, then yeah, there should be some standard that you have to meet. Yes, I agree. Um, And I I think here too, you run into the problem and and this sort of comes into my mind, especially you see it in like the essential oil world, Um, but you see it everywhere um, that like there's all this weird FDA regulation on like what you can and can't say. And I, I weirdly, maybe weirdly against the grain, like I think there should be some regulation on what you can and can't say. Right. I don't think you, I don't think no matter what modality you're using, you should be going out there telling people that you can cure cancer with it or something like that's, that's not the right approach. So, but I also think that there should be a little bit more flexibility and, and sort of a, a way of speaking about it. That's not locked into that conventional medicine way of speaking. It's a different form, right? Right. You're again, you're trying to use like a patriarchal construct. The FDA is like a government mandated branch that you're using for like plants and how plants work in someone's body. Right. Exactly. So I think it really does come back to something. We mentioned this in the Reiki episode too, Jay, where, you know, the person that you're going to, if they're claiming to magically do something for you and heal you and you'll be all fine because they're this the rock star or right. Reiki's the rock star or essential oils the rock star or whatever then you should you should take pause there you know Absolutely. it should be like this is something that can support you in be, in feeling better and healing better your body or whatever right that's to me that's the key yeah if you're saying that anything can cure cancer you're mm-hmm. on you're in dangerous territory Right. It, for everybody involved. I mean, not even not even medicine can 100% cure cancer. Like it's right. like it's that's it's that's way too broad of a statement to be making. Yeah. I, I don't even hear doctors talking that way. No, no. Right. But you'll heal your you will heal. Sorry. You will hear certain healers saying that like yeah. saying they can cure cancer. Red flag. Huge. Run. Run away. But also don't throw the, what is that weird saying about the baby in the bathwater? It's just, it's a weird saying. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. What a weird saying. I can't believe I said it. I think I turned into my mother for a second there. But um, (laughs) don't discount the whole modality based on uh, some people not being responsible with it. Right, exactly. We'll be right back after this short break. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hmm. All right. So I thought it would be kind of important for us to add in here um, a little bit of a talk about our our poor experiences in the conventional medicine world and not for us to tell sad stories because honestly neither of us really like to do that about ourselves no right (laughs) but more for the point that people listening if you've also had this I want you to hear that you're not alone and that collectively if we all start saying like I don't want to put up with this and we all sort of like support each other in this this is how we can make a change to making these two systems be much more integrative right okay so I don't want to go into all the bad things that have happened to me in the medical world because that would take days. <laughs> right. But I have I've had my fair share and I have had all different kinds of trauma. I've had trauma of feeling that the the doctor I was with was um, being abusive in his power. I've had mm-hmm. the trauma of being dismissed. I've had the trauma so many times this is my biggest one of not being believed yep um and i've had like malpractice done to me <laughs> like like yes. I, I have yep. been in all of those situations i have um been in situations where i sat there and took it i have been there in situations where i stormed out yelling yep. i've been there in situations where i stormed out quietly like i i have been in all of those places to the point where I'm going to make a confession to everybody listening right now and say that because of that trauma, and I'm using the word trauma on purpose because it it is trauma. It is trauma. Yeah, it is. Is that I have not been to a regular doctor, a conventional doctor in a very long time. And that is not good. I, I have been to plenty of alternative holistic. I do that all regularly. But the fact that I don't go because I feel so traumatized by it is a big problem. And I'm not advocating for that. I'm trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to say we all need to work on shifting the system because this is what happens. Right. Right. So I really do want to go back, but it's very difficult to find somebody who, when you say something to them about like doing Reiki or I got, I go to a chiropractor for that, or, you know, I have myofascial release done, Um, that doesn't like hoff at that or dismiss that or, and and that's important to me that you understand that that's a part of what I do. Right. Or even just like, not even get mad, but they just glaze over because they don't understand it. Yes. And I know I'm not alone in this situation. I know that there are a lot of people in, I think that it's, it's more prevalent of an issue for women but I feel like every single time I have gone to a doctor for something, I have not been believed. Like I have to fight to be believed. And that is a terrible way to feel. It's dehumanizing to be told that what you think about your body is wrong. Exactly. Exactly. I know you've had that experience too, Jay. Yeah. And I think we should back it up because I think it is trauma. I think it, it is. I think it really is trauma. I mean, obviously the malpractice part is, and, um, mm-hmm. and I know your story about that. And I know my own stories with that. Like that obviously is traumatic, but like to be, to be talking about yourself and your body and trying to look for help and to be ignored and to be brushed off or to be laughed at. I mean, I've had some doctors like, 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about this. I mean, they, that's, that's humiliating. Yeah. It's, and it's after so many points of that, it becomes trauma, it becomes something that you're actively avoiding. And then, and then in, in your case, you avoid it for so long that it starts to become unhealthy. Yes. It's not, it's not a good idea not to go. No. <laughs> not it's not a good thing it's that it's become so um it feels so unsafe to me to walk into a doctor's office or to do that horrible process of trying to find a doctor that you like right Um, and, and a lot of the doctors that are integrative unfortunately move around a lot there's not enough of them they're too full like so it become I feel sometimes like I chase certain doctors around you know that is so difficult to, to do. And I know for me, and I think this is true for a lot of people, it's hard to take the time out to do anything for myself, even go to the doctor. Like I, that's already a mountain I have climbed. So if I'm sitting at a doctor's office telling you that I need something, I'm already way out of my comfort zone. I'm already, I've already slayed a few demons to get here. So I don't have the energy left to try to keep you in the room long enough to hear what I have to say, to deal with you belittling me or not believing me. Like I wouldn't be here if there wasn't an actual problem that I would have given that up. Right. And, and also a lot of holistic doctors or integrative doctors, like their insurance switches all the time. And that's another big problem is insurance. So if you're going to choose to do holistic healing, you have to pay for that out of pocket. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Again, where the system is broken. The whole system's broken. Like you have to, I, I have to pay $150 out of pocket to go to an acupuncturist. Yeah. When right. I know that that's what my need, that's what I need. That's what my organs need. That's what my, my system needs. But I have, I have to go to a doctor and tell me to get on a pill because I can't afford that. I mean, that's a real problem. And, and really so, is. and that's another demon that you're slaying just to get into a doctor's office is, is making the appointment, getting in there, having to have the proper insurance, finding a doctor that's covered by that. Like there's so much work that goes on that I think doctors don't even realize because they're just so focused on doing like their caseload that they, right. that's looked over. Exactly. And I, I think feeling for me, and I, I know I'm not alone in this too, feeling voiceless anywhere right as a woman (laughs) I'm not going to put myself in in more of those situations than I need to be in because I like I'm so sick of that freaking fight Jay like I can't do it at the doctors too right like I think so many people feel that way so so again we're not saying that that we've been through this to like make you feel bad for us because actually that gives me highs to think of a lot of people feeling bad for me. I don't like that feeling right more so to let you know that you're not alone in this. And if the, instead of like just going one side or the other and, and doing sort of what I do, which is kind of ignore conventional medicine and then just use alternative holistic, unless I absolutely have to, like, instead of doing that, if we can fight to like change the system that so many of us have suffered in, um, then we could actually make a difference here. Exactly. I'm going to tell you a story about my experience that, that illustrates that. Perfect. So this was before, this was when I was a muggle back in the day when (laughs) I didn't realize how intuitive I was. I had no idea like any of this self-advocacy, intuition, none of it, right? I was just a struggling new mother. 
and my daughter had these horrible um had horrible reflux like like projectile vomiting all the time wasn't gaining weight and we went to the doctor and she was prescribed like well first of all we went to the doctor and they weren't sure blah 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 we were sent to like children's hospital in boston like one of the best hospitals in the country mm-hmm. so i'm i'm simultaneously grateful but also like petrified and she basically just has this reflux like she's not processing the the milk mm-hmm. so um they prescribe Prilosec or Zantec or something like that. Yeah. And it goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. So like the 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 projectile vomiting goes away, all of it, the spitting up lessens. It's totally manageable, and all of a sudden I'm like not happy. <laughs> My husband's like, why? Like, why are you mad about the medicine? Like, because and, we're, and don't forget that I'm like this is like pre grandmaster reiki jamie (laughs) no one can understand why i'm like disgruntled about the medicine working and i'm and i just know intuitively that like i said to my husband if we take her off of this medicine it comes back right so she'll so you're saying she has to take zantec or whatever for the rest of her life or like for five years until she outgrows it or her system acclimates or something right and i just can't like get on board with it. It's it just, there, there's something that just doesn't sit with me. And so I talked to some people about it and someone recommended a chiropractor. And I was like, what the hell? Like <laughs> I've been to a chiropractor, but I was like, I'm not bringing my, my six month old to a chiropractor. I'm crack her back. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, and they were like, just go, don't even bring your daughter, just go and meet with a chiropractor. And this chiropractor was like really holistic and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked to me and I brought my daughter in and she was off her meds in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And because of the meds, like you said, because of the meds, she then had constipation issues, which I'm sure if she's listening, she's delighted I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> but like all of those symptoms were gone within weeks. Yeah, because her system was out of alignment because of like the trauma of birth of like being birthed. Sometimes your spine can get out of alignment. Your energy is out of alignment. Mm-hmm. So she went to see a chiropractor for like six months of her life and then she was good to go. Yes. And then what happened is I had my son mm-hmm. and I saw these same symptoms happening at six weeks. And I was able to then skip over the whole process of going through the medical stuff, being sent into Boston to children's doing all that. I took him to the chiropractor, which by the way, there's no back cracking with infants, right? It's a very gentle technique. It's a very, very gentle technique that they use for babies. Mm -hmm. Um, And he went to the chiropractor for like six weeks. Yep. So it's like you take, you take the medical stuff. Like I needed to know what the problem was with my daughter. That's where the medical community helped me. They told me she has reflux. She's, she has these issues with her system. And then they sent me to a specialist. That's what they do. They couldn't help her. They sent me to a specialist, right? So then I took that information and I applied the holistic healing that was needed. Mm -hmm. I I brought her to a specialist to do it, but like I had that done. So it was like the integration of those two theories that but that were actually the true healing that she needed. Yes. And I think it's worth pointing out too, that intuitively before you, you knew about all the holistic stuff or drank that Kool-Aid or, you know, 
or came right. out of Dome or however we want right. to say it. <laughs> right. intuitively. And I think it, it a lot of times it's easier as a mother to do this because our intuitions are so honed into our children. Right. Intuitively, it did not feel right to you to just treat the symptom your daughter was experiencing. That's right. what happened. So you sought more help by asking around and by finding that. And can you imagine if you had gone somewhere and said, this is the issue. And they had said, great, let's have you see a specialist. They, they give you something right. to, to ease it in the meantime, but also why don't you try bringing her to a chiropractor? Like, right. <laughs> and the chiropractor might treat and say, why don't you have them now go back to the specialist and see exactly. like, now we're in the right zone here. That's what integrative medicine should be in my exactly. opinion. Right. Exactly. Everyone working together, but to do that, you have to change literal like systemic structures. You have to not only take down the structures that we're using now, but rebuild a system, like a medical system, an insurance system, like a, a societal system, the way people see it. Like you have to rebuild structures. That's why it feels so big and so hard because it, it is. It but is. It. But, you know, first of all, I'm just going to volunteer both of us for the committee to redo all of this. So we're volunteered. If anyone's listening, who's starting the committee, call us, please. We'll yeah. start it. We have some other right. experts who join us, but what you can do now is not put up with being treated terribly. Right. I wish I could tell my younger self that to be right. honest, but Agreed. do not put up with somebody telling you something that doesn't sound right to you with being mistreated. Right. Um, with not being believed, stand up for yourself. And if that doesn't work, get the F out of there. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no, don't, and doctors, if one happens to be listening, listening right now, don't, it, just because somebody doesn't have the typical symptoms does not mean they're making something up. I, I do not have time to go to a doctor and make shit up for right. amusement. Like, no, right. it's not a right. thing. You know, I, I walked into a doctor's office once with a broken foot and mm -hmm. was, dismissed, never x-rayed because they said there's no way I could walk on it if, it if it was broken in the way that I said it was. And I went to a different doctor and they x-rayed it and it was broken and needed surgery. Like you do not know by looking at one person what, yes. And a lot of intuitive people present symptoms differently. Our bodies are more sensitive to everything and they deal with it a little bit differently. So Right. Doctors, if you've got an intuitive person in front of you, our symptoms are going to be probably not exactly the way they're supposed to be in the book. Right. Absolutely. And I know that you have clients that are doctors. I know that I have yeah. friends and clients who are listening. I know they listen to this podcast and they're medical professionals. And I know that um, they understand the power of intuition and working with intuitive people. It's just a matter of of getting the system to change, of getting like getting everyone on board with that. Yes. And again, maybe you don't want to do certain holistic modalities. You don't have to, right? But you have to, you have to just be open to the fact that there might be some out there that could benefit everybody. And then if we looked at this a little bit differently, you know, I don't think there's a person out there alive that doesn't have a story like we're talking about where they were mistreated by a doctor. So right. let's fix that. Let's, let's do something about that and let's stop putting up with it. Like I know my grandmother, her generation, like whatever a doctor said, you just took like, right. Yep. You know, I'm not, we, I don't look at it that way. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And there can, there can be changes and the doctors can still be good doctors, but they just have to operate in a system that supports them. Exactly. And nurses need 
more support than they get because I will bypass a doctor any day of the week to go see a nurse because right. <laughs> a lot of the times they're much more, you know, because they have to be and a lot of them are empaths in that right. job, know how to listen to people better and oftentimes are incredibly knowledgeable themselves. So right. it's about supporting the systems with the doctors and nurses in it. Like though we've had bad experiences and we're championing for health care to be more integrative, we are not against doctors and nurses. If anything, we are wanting them to have more support in a system than what they have. Absolutely. I think we all need more support. We all need to find a way to integrate, whether you're anti-doctor and you hate doctors and you think you should only do energy healing, that doesn't work either. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You got to, you got to shift it. So I'm going to work on it. You guys have all heard me say that I have the problem now. So I have to, to go get physical. Sorry. It's true. Exactly. So we're, we can all, whatever your, your hiccup is, maybe it's the other way for you. Maybe you're scared to go try holistic, right? Right. Like whatever that is, open yourself up and, and see what feels right to you and, and stand up for what, what you believe in. If you're holistic or conventional, if it doesn't feel right with that person, don't stay. That's it. Yep. Absolutely. I'm on board. All right. Thanks for chatting about energy work with me, Jay. Yeah, thank you. It was so fun. It was fun. All right. Um, As always, send us feedback. We love to hear about it and integrate it into what we're talking about. So please do that. And you can do that and get show notes at embodylove.me slash intuitivegirls. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. All right. Bye. See you later. Hey, thanks for listening to our episode. For show notes and a place to send feedback, please visit our website, embodylove.me slash intuitivegirls. Again, that's embodylove.me slash intuitivegirls.